Okay, everybody, Stephen Key here, and today we have a special guest that I've known for how many years, Todd? Uh, more than a decade, going back, um, so I'm not sure exactly how many, but uh, probably more than both of us would like to admit. Well, I know, it's been a few, <laughs> it's been a few years, okay. Yeah. But I think what's really important, I know everybody's listening today um, about their invention, right, their they're they're working hard. They're protecting it. They maybe they're venturing. Maybe they're licensing. But there comes a time when they really want to get out there in the news. They want to spread the news about their great invention. That's right. And this is where you come in. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. Well, my business specializes in generating widespread media exposure for innovative products and services and. Uh, we actually do a, a, a lot of expert branding too, but my my niche over the years has been working with companies that are really launching really cool uh, new products. That's what my media contacts are always looking for. Um, so whether it's a, a TV show or internet site or newspaper or magazine, they're always looking for something to, to cover. And so I've kind of become a, a go-to source, uh, if you will, over the past 25 plus years uh, to the media to to help them find, you know, cool things to, to tell their readers and viewers and blog followers and things like that. So, okay. um, and then the kind of the, again, the niche that I've kind of carved for myself over the years, I can work with anybody as long as their, their, their innovation is just that innovative. Okay. Um, I always tell my clients, I've said this to you before, Stephen, uh, that my, my media contacts aren't looking for horses or even zebras. They're looking for unicorns. And so we need to play up your unicorn factor, and that's they want to tell their their audience about um, about that. So we need to educate them about what uh, what it is that you have and why it should be of interest to the to their readers or viewers or, or blog followers from there. So uh, that's uh, it's, it's connecting. I'm connecting okay. the, the client with the media outlet, and I'm I'm the, the go between uh, that okay. the works that conduit. So not only do you have the contacts in the industry for media exposure for inventors, but also you're helping to craft the message, the unicorn sure. message. Is that correct? Yep. That, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you can have the the best contacts in the world. There's, there's two things, two schools of thought. You can have the best contacts in the world and a bad pitch and it's going nowhere or the inverse can be true. You can have, you know, the, the best pitch in the world, but if you don't have any, you know, the best contacts, it kind of goes into vapor as well. So it's that perfect combination uh, of both the perfect okay. storm to have both uh, to to generate right. the the best outcome. So okay, um, I want everybody that's listening today. What's really important about this conversation is that, especially if you have licensed or even if you've ventured an idea, you've done all this hard work, and today it's really about creating brand awareness. It's, it's really mm -hmm. about educating your potential customer. It's mm -hmm. really about getting the word out so you make sales. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. I mean, that's the goal, right? So You bet. All right. And there's lots of different ways to reach out. I know a lot of people are probably on Instagram. They're probably using that. They're probably on LinkedIn. Maybe they have their Facebook page. And maybe they're building their their network, their fan base to purchase. But we're talking about something bigger than that, aren't we? Mm -hmm. We're talking mm -hmm. about yep. national exposure, aren't we? Yeah. And I, I call it the media market. There's social media and then there's... The, the the media and so it's the media market so at, at this point unless you've launched a, a pr campaign or a media exposure campaign the media 
don't know you exist. Uh, okay. So, but they're looking for you know people okay. like you or products like you like, that you have to again share with the, with their their audience. So, it, it's a matter of going after uh, the media who the media outlets whose editorial profile is a match to your product profile. Right. So, it, and it, that could be like I said. It could be a ma- old school mag- print magazine okay. uh, or newspaper. It could be a blog. It could be a, a, you know, everywhere, a radio show and, okay. and everywhere in between kind of thing. So it's a matter of finding those, um, those media outlets that are a match to you. And not only the media outlets, but the contacts at that media. So if I'm pitching the New York Times, I'm, I don't want to pitch this to the political editor or, the, you know, or the, somebody who covers – uh, you know, the city commission, I want to pitch this to somebody who covers the innovation beat or the consumer products beat, that type of thing. Yeah, you got to make sure it's the right fit with the right audience. Exactly. And, you and, and Okay. So what's going on today about it? I've got some questions. Um, what's the current atmosphere? What's what's happening? Is it is this exploding? Is it calming down? I mean, what's going on out there? Because I know it's changed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it, it's kind of ever-changing. It's always ever-changing. Right. The media market is uh, – but with the uh, with COVID over the last year and even before that, there, there's always a, a, a – the media is always in flux. There's always people leaving and going to a different beat. There's, there's media outlets that are folding. As a matter of fact, yesterday, um, Huffington Post, uh, they got bought out by BuzzFeed. Yesterday, BuzzFeed came in and made wholesale – big chops of the Huffington Post um, newsroom, if you will. So, right. um, and so they're, they're changing and, and, and you okay. know, kind of reallocating things, but that happens daily. Uh, and right. uh, so it, it goes down by the, by that, but it also goes up because for every one that goes down, there's another blog that starts or another news right. outlet that starts a spinoff or something like that. So that's what's changed. What's changed is, is what's the same kind of thing. Okay. Um, what hasn't changed is kind of what we talked about before is the media are always looking for good stories, uh, good content, good, good feature, you know, topics, that type of thing. So, uh, again, it's just a matter of, of knowing which media outlets are looking for what and then plugging your, your message into that. And I always tell my, my clients the best way to get media exposure is to make the, the media's job as easy as possible. I'm a former media guy myself, and when we did the newscast, I didn't necessarily do the stories we wanted to do. We did the stories we could do just through logistics and things like that. So it's incumbent upon the PR person to make that job, to grease those rails and make a media person's job as easy as possible. That's 60% of the the, the run. Yeah, let's talk about that because I think that's really important. I know that everybody's really busy. And if you can package your story correctly, that's really going to fit their audience. And you yep. do it in such a way they can just run with it quickly. Is that is that yeah. what you're talking about? Well, or yeah, we, we can't. What I mean by writing by uh, making their job easy, we don't write the story or we don't produce the story for themselves for for ourselves and then pitch to them. What we can do is kind of package it in in kind of spoon feed the media as to here's a story. Here's what I, here's here's a story I think your readers and viewers will be interested in. I always okay. tell clients too when you're pitching to the media. Don't pitch egocentric, pitch media centric because they don't they don't care how great you are. They don't care how, you know, how, you know, that's a, how, how how you're patting yourself on the back. They care. Why would my readers or viewers give two shakes about what you're telling okay. them? So if you can answer that question for them Got and it. then spoon feed them, uh, give them the story idea, number one, 
spoon feed them the source, the interview source, photos, uh, everything like that. You've done 80% of their job for them, and they go cut, copy, cut, paste, put it in. They're on to the next one, and then they remember you moving forward too. Oh, that's that inventor, or that's that PR guy who made my job really easy. I'm going to go back to him or work with them again. Kind of thing, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about that process because I think you you've got the connections. You've done it for over 25 years. I mean, you know this industry, right? And you, sure. you know what works. And I know it's changing, but. A good story is a good story for someone's audience, right? So sure. um, I've got a couple questions here, but I want to jump around for just a minute. When you first meet with that inventor or that company, that startup, right? Mm -hmm. What should they do to give you the right information for you to see their unicorn, for you yeah. to understand their customer? What do they need to give you? So that, that's a great question because that's, and that is one of the very first questions that I typically ask my clients is, um, and it goes back to the unicorn factor again. Tell me what's different about, about your product. What is the um, problem solution aspect right. of it? Because okay. that's what, that's what um, sometimes we have to pitch, to, when we pitch to the media, we have to educate the media. Hey, Mr. Editor, Miss Producer, here's the problem that's out there that you haven't covered yet. Oh, um, right. People are, people are, are, you know, having struggles in the kitchen, peeling potatoes, you know, kind of thing, which isn't a big, a big deal. But if you have a potato right. peeler, it's, it's a really big deal. So you say right. the old school way of, you know, peeling potatoes is, is wrong. And here's here's a way to, to fix it kind of thing. And if you can do that, then people say, oh, I, I guess I didn't know there was an issue. So if you can spoon feed the, the problem solution angle to them, okay. um, that's so that's what I always ask from okay. from my clients. Tell me, A, what makes you different, um, makes you that, that, that unicorn in the horse and zebra world, and then what makes you, what's your, what's your problem solution angle kind of okay. thing? Um, and then that way we can make the media message match that, and okay. that way you're, you're kind of, um, you're creating the, the news peg and, and the pitch point to the media in the first couple of, couple of lines. Hey, here's an issue that's happening, All right. here's a solution to it. And here's a new a new solution to it right. that hasn't been covered before. So if you can say, I don't like the word exclusive, but if you can pitch uh, an, an un, unreported angle to the media, they like that a lot. Okay. You know what's really interesting? We always talk about the pitch. We talk about a sell sheet, a one-line benefit statement. We talk about really packaging your point of difference so quick that sure. someone can see it within a second. Sounds like that's the same thing that you're going exactly. to need from that inventor that you're exactly. going to give them. Okay. Yeah, and the only thing different in what you're talking about in a sell sheet has a lot of marketing speak in it, um, and that's something the media kind of eh, that that that's that's a that's a bullhorn in their ears, and not a good bullhorn. bullhorn. It's that's a tinny bullhorn. In there. They like to hear. I always say we like to pitch facts, not fireworks, in, from it. a media interest standpoint, okay. and it's got to have that news peg to it. So they don't want to see superlatives. They don't want to see exclamation points. If you ever, if if I could say anything today. If you're going to send something out to the media and you put an exclamation exclamation point in it, then I haven't done my job here today. Okay. It just needs to be again, just okay. facts, not fireworks. Say, tell me what it is, tell me what it does, okay. tell me why I, you know, I and my my media content or my uh, my audience will give two two shakes about it. And, and and again, then you're then you're halfway there. So. So let's talk about your what you have to do too a little bit, so they understand how hard to work this is. Sure. All right. <laughs> Because it's never easy, right? I no. mean, you've got a connection, you, you, you've you got the right product, you found the unicorn, you work with an inventor, you found the right media outlet, perfect for their mm -hmm. audience. 
and you send it over to your contact and they don't get back to you right away. What do you do? Yeah, and I'm, I'm a big believer in, um, in follow-ups, uh, but there's a fine line between badgering and benefiting when it comes to the media. Now, there, there's some media that say, um, you can follow up a couple different times. Some media say, send it to me once and then take me off. You know, don't send it to me again. Believe me, I've seen, I'll see it. If I, I don't, I'm not necessarily gonna follow, uh, follow up with you, but okay. the overwhelming majority of media, that, media contacts that I work with will say, go ahead and follow up with me if I don't hear, you know, don't hit me up every third day or something like that, but go ahead and follow up with me because I'm spinning 15 different plates and I'm working okay. six weeks in advance or sometimes a big media outlet's working, you know, magazine is working four months in advance kind of thing. So go ahead and follow up and follow up as long as um, it's not, you know, you don't get to the point where it's badgering. And what I like to do, and this is, is helpful, is always add something new. Don't send the same pitch. Mm. Now, you don't have to, re, you don't have to rewrite the, the, okay. the pitch completely, but hey, since we talked to you last, this has happened, you know, and here's the, here's the pitch below kind of thing. Okay. Um, or, you know, just change it uh, up, maybe, a little, maybe change it up a little bit. Sure. Sure. Okay. And not, not just send the same thing and, and expect, uh, you know, expect this, the same result. Now also media people are, they are like you said, they're busy. They're, they're incre incredibly busy. And I, a, a, a good portion of the media responses I get say, they'll respond and say, okay, looks cool. I'm in the weeds. Call me, call me back in six weeks. Okay. Okay. Then you they keep okay. a, keep a, a, a file on that and you follow up and you follow up and just, you kind of pitch and digest, you know, and let them digest. And then you pitch and digest. Okay. I, I, I like to launch a campaign, uh, about every 10 to 12 days, relaunch the entire campaign again okay. for about a, you know, uh, depending on how long the media, if the media is still responding and they're happy, keep okay. pitching them uh, kind of thing. But, um, let's talk about, you know, you've got this great story, you're an inventor, and you're trying to get a lot of exposure. And you hire someone like you. Mm -hmm. And how difficult it, how difficulty, how difficult is it to send it to one? I mean, for the inventor, I want to be on every, I want to be on all these channels, I want to be sure. everywhere. So how do you give an exclusive to someone, but you really want more exposure? How do you, how do you, do you, do you spin the story differently? How do you do that to get the biggest bang for your buck for a client? You, you can, and I'll be honest with you, from a product standpoint, unless you have your product is, there isn't another one out like, like it out there. And it's the, it's the, you know, it's, it's the, the be all end all product. Then, then you can offer an exclusive, but if you have a, a, a consumer electronics product or a kitchen widget or something like that, the media aren't looking for an exclusive on that, you know, kind okay. of thing. They're, they're, so that that can be kind of an kind of an a la carte, um, all all over the the media. Now, sometimes you get in if if something ran on the Today Show, eh, Good Morning America might say, yeah, we saw that run on Monday on the Today Show. We're not going to run it on Thursday okay. on Good Morning America. All right. All right. Now, having said that, but what you said is right too. If if you did get on the Today Show, then you tweak it a little bit when you pitch Good Morning America with a little different angle kind of thing, or oh. here's what hasn't been, here's oh. an angle of this product that hasn't been covered before kind of thing. Okay. And so everybody everybody gets their own uh, their own pretty little package. So you can leverage one success, one media success to the other one without... Well, no, you can't, I mean, you can't like pitch, like like if you got onto the Today Show, I can't say, hey, Miss Producer at, at the Good Morning America, we were just on the Today Show. Do you want to do something too? Oh. That's the antithesis of what you should do. That's like saying, "Hey, I just 
I just kissed your girlfriend, you know, kind of thing. It's like that's not a not a good thing that not that's not great. a good thing to happen and not a good thing to say. And I apologize. That's wonderful. Uh, but my my point is that right. you can't. Um, it needs to be something that's um, that's unique again, and it needs to play up. Uh, you can't take one 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 media hit and pitch it to another media outlet and say they covered you. They covered us. Do you want to too? Got it. Now there is really quickly there is one thing that I like to call cross media pollinization. In that, if I got you onto, and it has to do with formats, broadcast, print, online. If I got you into, quick example, uh, years ago I got a client in Time Magazine, a really nice uh, only three-page article in Time Magazine. Oh which, uh -huh. uh, yeah, and so from that, um, of course, I didn't get a, a call from U.S. News and, and all these other ones, but I did get a call from Good Morning America saying, hey, we saw your article okay. in, in Time Magazine for that client. We'd like to do it. So sometimes you can pitch different formats okay. from different from different hits that you get, but you can't pitch in the same format, if Got that it. makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, good morning, America. Wow. Love it. What about Oprah? Hard to get on Oprah? Do I have to pay to get on Oprah? Uh, well, right now it's very hard because all she all she does now is the you know the interviews, um, you know the what interviews. About, what about Ellen? Can I get on Ellen? The problem with those with the morning shows, or I shouldn't say problem, but the challenge with those are almost exclusively now they're on a promotional basis where okay. they unless there's kind of a I have some contacts who do um, do themed features or, or, or product roundups that type of thing so. Okay. He or she will go on the show and today, hey, we're, today we're talking about new health products or mm -hmm. new pet accessories or something like that. And so they talk about six or eight or ten of them. That's okay. everything. But pitching the actual the Ellen Show or Rachel Ray or The View or Live with Kelly or you know that type of thing, they're not going to. If they if they are going to bite on you or bite on your pitch, they're going to say, hey, I got your pitch. And you're going to get a call from the advertising or the what's called product integrations department. And they're going to say, "We love this. We love this a lot." So all we need is ten thousand five hundred dollars okay. and two hundred and twenty samples to give to every one of our audience members, kind of thing. So okay. that's tough for a, for a new a new inventor to do. All right. Thank you for pulling back the curtain on that situation. Yeah. Um, I have one last question: How important is to tie your story with something that's current in the news? Is that important? It is to to a degree, but also keep in mind editorial lead times. Anything anything that we're pitching right now, like right now, I'm pitching summer, you know, products and, wow. and things. So I'm working anywhere from I like to say six okay. weeks to six months in advance, kind of thing. Now, having said that, um, online media can be what I call quick twitch. They can kind okay. of respond a little bit quicker, but most media are slow trash. So you got your quick twitch media that are okay. that can respond quickly, and those are a, a quick little mommy blog maybe, but in the slow trudge media are the, the big magazines and newspapers, that type of thing. So if you can tie something to a current event, that's great, but also you run into the challenge too that that sets a time period or, or it sets a time frame on it. Okay. And so if I'm pitching something uh, that for um, X period of time, and that media outlet is already on editorial lead time working in June, and the, the product is in May, or the, the, the pitch line is for May, they're past it already. No. So I pitch Evergreen, no. uh, and you can say, okay. you, can, you can pitch something that ties to a, to a, a, a localized or a, a, a time-based type thing, but then also say, and if you're, if, make sure you say in your media messaging, if you're already past that in your editorial calendar, 
and then give them a secondary uh, okay. media, media pitch angle to go from. Yeah, the reason why I'm asking, I was on, there was a show called The, the Big Idea with the Donnie Deutsch. And, sure, sure. And I had sent them a letter, pitch letter, got it to the executive producer, and I got a call back fairly fast. And they asked me next, the following week, to come out to New York to shoot that fast. Is that mm -hmm. typical? That, that was part of my experience. I was a little surprised how fast that went. Sometimes it, it really depends on what their um, what their editorial lead time are, and if they're a live TV show, sometimes that that can be. Now, if you're, and it, to answer your question in a in a in a, in a wishy washy way, it really depends on the media outlet. There can be a, a national media, like okay. um, maybe CBS This Morning could bite on something really quick, but GMA is working on a eight week lead time or something like that. Okay. But it, it, so right. it really and it really depends on the topic too. Maybe maybe they hit you. Or you hit them for National Inventors Week or something like that, and they bid on that kind of angle. Okay. Or they just there's also what we call in the media in donut holes too, where the media plan X number of media media coverage, and then they leave little holes in their in their uh, in their coverage, okay. so that at the last minute they can plug something in that might okay. be current events or that current. that might be breaking news current. kind of thing. So okay. so in that situation, maybe they plugged you in in that regard, okay. uh, but I'm not sure. Okay, so let's say last question. I, I could, I could ask you a ton of questions, but I yeah. won't. Um, I'm not quite ready yet. Uh, we haven't hit the retails, but we're getting close. Is that too early to get media exposure? Yeah, I'm glad we're finishing with this question because it's very, very important. Ninety-nine point eight six seven percent of the media won't even look at you until the product is on the market, and then the reason is because they want to tell their readers and viewers and blog followers about this product. Okay. And so if you pitch it to them and say, hey, here's this, this cool product, invariably, if it is really cool and you're, it is what you say it is, they say, this is great. Can I get a sample? Oh, but it's not available for six weeks. And then that media outlet makes a little note in his, in his book, this guy sent me a, a, a pre-market pitch. And so, um, so, and like we talked before the phone call um, last week, you get one shot sometimes. So if, you, if you've made that pitch and you've, okay. you've exhausted that, the air in that room, then it's, it's not going to be there the next time. So wait till you're ready for market, right. purchasable by, com, by consumers. Mm -hmm. um, that's what they're looking for. And another thing, too, real quickly, the media, they know that their audience, if, if it's a real cool product, they know that their, product, their audience is going to bite on it. And so if they don't get it, what used to happen to me at the TV station when we did a cool product thing, we get calls to the newsroom. Right and left and right and left. Hey, you did this story on this really cool product. I want to buy it, but I can't find it. Oh. And so media people just want do that for survival. You know, survival. Just they want to make sure that it's it. it can be on you know Amazon or on your site or available right. in stores. But it has to be to that level. And then also from a from a sometimes clients will want want us to do a, like a crowdfunding campaign or you know media exposure for a crowdfunding campaign. That goes to the same thing. Media outlets will say. You know, we can't do anything with this product unless it's really, really cool and gee whiz factor is way through the roof kind of thing. But so product needs to be fully, fully developed on the market and purchasable by consumers. And then the media love you. Got it. Hey, Todd, thank you for coming on. We're going to put you all bet. your information down below. If you're watching this, you need some help. Information down below how to get a hold of Todd. He can help you get out there and sell more product. Stephen Key here. Todd, thank you very much. You bet. There's a great idea in each of us. 
but it's truly magical to see it come to life. Sharing your creativity with the world has never been easier. We can help. Thank you.